Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads Ever. And they get the Booze Bundle Welcome Box, four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Welcome in, everybody. It's another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. And this one is free, courtesy of Manscaped and Bet Online AG. Uh, but you should subscribe at the $10 level so you can get... All of Andrew's written grades. He grades every Saints player, every play, every week. It's amazing. You get this podcast every day, and you get it ad-free. People complain about we pack too many ads in it. If you don't like, if you love the podcast but you hate the ads, sign up, become a patron, get your booze bundle, and you get this podcast ad-free, custom RSS feed. Every time the Saints have breaking news, our podcast, boom, will be right in your player waiting for you. Uh, Andrew, the trade deadline in the NFL came and went. The Saints, they only signed Kwan. They traded for Kwan Alexander. That's the one move they made. They didn't make any other moves, but there were no big moves before the Tuesday deadline. The, the prices that teams wanted were ridiculous. Um, Green Bay wanted Will Fuller from the Texans, but the Texans wanted a second-round pick for him. Um, the Patriots kind of shopped Gilmore, but they wanted a first-round pick and a player. My theory is the Laramie Tunsil trade and the Jalen Ramsey trades last year made the prices ridiculous, not to mention Sanu getting getting Atlanta a second-round pick. I think teams just – their prices were ridiculous, and, and no team was willing to crack. No doubt. You look at some of the asking prices, and why, why would anyone give up? I mean, first of all, the prices that were paid for Ramsey and Sanu, and they look really stupid in hindsight, right? Mm -hmm. At least most of them do. And so fast forward to now, teams learn from that. And I I just don't think you're changing. And and that's why you you give up a fifth-round pick for Quan Alexander. That's the move you want to make. You you don't want to give up a second-round pick for a guy that's going to not only sink your season because he's not going to produce – and look, look, I go back to last year and A.J. Green. W- would that have been a, a good move for a second-round pick? Who knows? But No. Uh, A.J. Green yeah. is kind of washed. Exactly. 
Yeah. So the same. Yeah, but I. Uh, but but just getting back to what you, kind of what you were getting at, I, I. It's crazy how uneventful and unexciting the trade deadline is for the NFL. It's kind of always yeah. been this way, and I don't I don't know why yeah. that is, but it's just they tried to spice it. They've tried. They've tried to spice it up by moving it back, you know, um, and make it a thing. But NFL teams, like, they're just – the fact of the matter is there just aren't that many teams willing to make moves. The Saints have, the Saints have been historically willing to do big things at the trade deadline. Even before Sean Payton got here, they went and got Mike McKenzie at the trade deadline with Green Bay – Traded him for a second round pick and then promptly signed him to an extension that same day. So like the that was, Saints, that was a great that was a great trade by the way in yeah. hindsight. It was a great trade, but like most teams aren't willing to do those big things, and you know the Saints won't be in this win now mode forever. I hope you really enjoyed the fun of the trade deadline. They got Eli Apple. Uh, we had A.J. Green rumors last year. They got Kawan Alexander this year. So it's been fun. I love I love trades. It's it's much more fun to be relevant than it is to be the Jets and irrelevant where you're doing a fire sale. Uh, so I, I, I enjoyed it. They didn't do one thing, but Kawan Alexander, by the way, Andrew's right up. He goes into every game Kawan Alexander's played this year in extensive detail, but it's well written, so uh, I liked it. You can get through it. Uh, it really explains what kind of linebacker he is. You you com- you did an interesting thing where you pulled out some charts, Andrew. You 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 did him by uh, by grade. Uh, you graded him against Demario Davis and Kawan Alexander, but you also did him uh, by like height, weight, forty time to try to compare him to what the Saints really like in a linebacker. And he's kind of got it all as far as, like, he checks all the boxes that the Saints want physically, right? Oh, without a doubt. I think when you compare him to Alex Anzalone, he's just a better athlete. He's faster. He's stronger. Uh, he's taller. You know, so, well, I, size-wise, that that's the only difference. But uh, I think ultimately – it's a more athletic linebacker. And when you, you always want to get more athletic at any position, but certainly on defense. And when you're looking to run sideline to sideline, uh, and I think we saw Alex Anzalone get benched at one point this season. And, you know, I actually think Anzalone's played okay this year. I don't think he's been good by any means, but he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been terrible. I'd say he's been mediocre, maybe slightly better than that. But he, uh, the, the time he got benched, it was really about his eyes and the misdirection. And I, I just think the saints got to a point with him where, Hey, if we can come, if we can get a linebacker that is a little bit better of an athlete, has a little bit better eyes, can cover a little bit better. Yeah. That that's going to help our secondary. And really when you look at Quan Alexander and his skill set, it really helps a lot of areas for the saints because he's a decent pass rusher. He can blitz and, that's something the Saints need. So you don't necessarily have to get a defensive lineman to, to help your pass rush. You can get a linebacker to do that, and that's something Quan Alexander can help with. Anzalone, by the way, has been a disaster in, in blitzing situations this year. <laughs> has not been very good at that. So how much? How the, much of that's this? That's a help. How much of this trade is not just Anzalone though? Because it, you know, as I as I read your breakdown for of Quan Alexander, you said, "Hey, look, Demario Davis." 
His GPA for you for the year is 2.38. We're near the midway point of the year. How much of this trade isn't just about Anzalone being they're not happy with is that, hey, we just got to get better at linebacker in general. I, I think that's part of it. I think with DeMario Davis in particular, he's drawn some tough assignments. And I go back and I, I throw some shade at PFF in this article. So if, if for nothing else, then you enjoy watching or reading PFF getting shit on, then this article is for you. But <laughs> there, there, there's criticism that of DeMario Davis in terms of coverage. And it's like, well, okay, but he draws assignments where he's... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Guarding man-on-man against TJ Hawkinson or, you know, these beast tight ends like Darren Waller. Like they're, they're, He gets those assignments. Alex Anzalone is never asked to do that. He's covering running backs in the flat. He's playing zone coverage. His whole assignment is if it's a play action, don't bite on the fake so bad that you're having to recover and you're you're behind the play. So it's unfair to say. So the grades, like Anzalone has a much higher grade in pass coverage, but I'm pretty sure I know how it works out if if the Saints put him on man with TJ Hawkinson. You know, so it's it's unfair to grade. DeMario Davis worse when the degree of difficulty is so much higher. Uh, I think the degree of difficulty makes the PFF grades problematic, but I also think it makes it problematic is this, is if you're a linebacker, Andrew, or you're a a corner or whatever, and you do 10 plays and you're so good and they're like, we're not going to throw at Andrew, but we're going to throw at Ralph all day and Ralph has a lot of hits and misses. Like, I just think – I think it's just their, the way they grade past defense. They haven't figured out how to do it well, and I just I – tr- I don't trust it. You know, and they, well, and they dress so it up I, with I – watch, Well, so I watched every play, and I focused in – I zeroed in on him when I graded him. So, you know, if anything, I would say my grades on him are probably more accurate than any player because when I watch the Saints, I'm watching – I'm trying to grade every guy, and so I'm watching the, the play develop and who stood out, who didn't. But when, when you're locked in on one guy, I'm just using Quan Alexander here. I've, I watch all these plays where he is in perfect coverage and the ball's not coming his way. 
And, for example, there was one game where he gives up a one-yard touchdown pass. The coverage is okay. He's playing the Dolphins. Miami. But it's, it, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's goal-line defense, and he gives up a goal-line touchdown. It's a one-yard pass, okay? But it's a touchdown. And so he gets a horrible coverage grade. But it's like they, they never went back to him again. And I'm watching him cover the whole game. And they're not targeting him, targeting him, and his coverage is perfect. So it's like one target for one yard and a touchdown. And I realize that's a high QB rating, but it's just like he gets a horrible grade in coverage. And yeah. I, okay, so I, I, I see that, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Because I watched mm. every play, and his coverage was perfect the rest of the well, game. Well, I mean, so. the thing is, too, not all one-yard touchdown passes are the same, right? If the coverage is all right, but the guy catches it and gets over the goal line, that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, sometimes you get beat. Because yeah, you know what? Like, in the NFL, tight ends and receivers <clears> – <throat> are bigger, have bigger wingspans, and are more athletic than corners and linebackers. It happens. Uh, I get more frus- I get more frustrated with it if you'd have said he gave up a one-yard touchdown and he got completely fooled because he was not – he got fooled with his eyes on the bootleg and the dude was wide open. Then I'd be like, eh, I don't really like that. But well, that did I, that did actually happen in week one. Yeah, I, I described the play as very Anzalone-ish, yeah, uh, which you can which you can uh, read if you subscribe at ten dollars. Right. But, but ultimately, so just just kind of getting back to him as a player, and I just want to go back to the question because I, I didn't feel like I answered it really well. You asked the question, "What's the reason for adding him?" And I, I think it's multifaceted. So he can help in coverage. He, he, he's versatile. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line. He, he can cover. He can blitz. He's good against the run. Maybe not quite as good as, as Anzalone against the run, but I think the other stuff is more valuable to the Saints right now. Mm-hmm. And he's way more athletic, and that's why you add him. He's faster. He's got four or five speeds. So uh, anytime you can get a guy with that kind of speed, I mean, we see how that works you out know, with Demario Davis. And, it's a big deal. But, but Ralph, Ralph, I just want to say, like, they have – two linebackers that I would consider above average. And I, I still like Anzalone's not a bad player. I would consider him uh, an above average linebacker. Maybe, yeah. maybe you, you pit pigeonhole him as average and that's fine. But after that, we've seen Caden Ellis, we've seen <laughs> Zach Vaughn, we've seen Craig Robertson on the field this year. And it, it's been an unmitigated, unmitigated disaster. It's been awful. And so right now they have two linebackers. If one of them goes down, this team is sunk. So if Quan Alexander is even okay, even if he's injured, at least now they have a little bit more margin for error where they have three guys. Yeah. And to me, it's even less about he's replacing Anzalone. It's just they've got a little bit more margin for error at that position. Yeah, they did it last year with Kiko Alonso. They traded yeah. for him. Yeah, and right I, I, Kiko Alonso is probably not going to give him anything this year. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Going into 2019, the 2019 offseason, he was the linebacker to get in free agency 
San Francisco paid him four years, $54 million, which at the time, he was the highest paid linebacker, I believe. So, um, you know, that's not it's not technically uh, classified as like a, an end rusher, right? Like Khalil Mack like, might be a linebacker, but he's really, you really think of him more as an edge rusher, right? He was the highest paid linebacker. So this guy, if he's right. He was, he was coming off of ACL injury by the way when he got that contract that's how much they thought of yeah so like if he can get if you get 2000 if you get any version of alexander from tampa he is a hundred percent better than any linebacker the saints have have on the roster now besides zamara davis i'd argue he would be the best linebacker the Saints have had in the last since Vilma. If you take away Demario Davis, like he potentially he can be that good. So I understand it for for like a fifth round pick. It's a flyer, but the upside for this Andrew is tremendous. Exactly right. And when you look at so I graded the five games that he's played this year, and and I'm happy to report now this is before the high ankle sprain. Uh, a couple things that uh, I'll just share about that real quick. First of all, I'm happy to report that through five games, his level of play was pretty good. I gave him a GPA after grading all his games and all his snaps of 2.60. By comparison, Demario Davis was at 2.38 this year. He's having a very substandard year. And Anzalone was at 2.29. So he's playing better football so far this year than the two linebackers that the Saints have. And so that was encouraging. And he hasn't lit the world on fire. He hasn't been amazing. But I am happy to report uh, that he, he, looks, he looks the part. He looks like the Quan Alexander that yeah, I good. expect. He looks like a good player. And the other thing I'll state that was interesting is he's been out for a couple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Hit, this injury occurred in the game against the Dolphins. He never left. He played the whole game. And so I I was waiting for a moment in that game because I knew that was the last game he played where he either gets carted off or or had to be helped off the field or whatever. And he never he never left. He finished the game. And so I was like, did this happen in practice? And I researched (laughs) and Nope. He he had a high ankle sprain in the game and he finished it. it. So he was playing on it. And by the way, he didn't look awful. He he looked like Quan Alexander playing on a high ankle sprain. So. While he does have a high ankle sprain and he's been out a couple weeks, he finished the game. He didn't leave with an injury. And so I don't think this is very serious. And so if you're worried about his health and the fact that he's coming back from an injury, again, I'm just happy to report that he's looked healthy this year and he was able to finish the game with whatever he had. Mm. So we, we both agree that it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a really excellent addition. I'm not sure that how much it will how much it will I don't know how much it moves the needle up but as you described earlier I think it solidifies the Saints floor like if god forbid something happens to Demario Davis Sunday night like you mentioned they are screw, they would be screwed at linebacker now you can be like well they got Quan Alexander maybe it can be okay so I think it solidifies their floor and I know that's not like sexy and exciting but it's really important, and I'll give you an ex- I, I give this example sometimes a lot. You know, they signed Manti Teo in 2017, and he didn't play, and he didn't play. And then on Christmas Eve, 
against the Falcons, the Saints had no linebackers, and they needed him, and he made two huge plays, including a fourth down stop. So, like, having competent guys deep on your roster is absolutely critical, especially when you got the COVID, you got the Rona lingering around, Andrew. That's exactly right. Uh, but make no mistake, the Saints didn't sign Quan Alexander to be a backup. No. Uh, he, he no. if, if he's healthy and he's gonna... playing the way he was earlier this season, he, he's starting over Alex Anzalone, period. You know, so I, I, I definitely expect him to do that and be an important piece of this puzzle, at least while he's healthy and can play. Uh, I, I think he's starting. Uh, but you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> Anzalone. Anzalone music. I got to play it as much as I can because it, it's, it's yeah, pretty yeah. much, it's pretty much well, done. I, unless I, uh, I still see the thing is, though, I, I still think Anzalone is going to have a role in this team. And yeah. I think the Saints might be more inclined in some situations to go three linebackers. I mean, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chauncey Garner-Johnson has been struggling of late, and I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe try to incorporate more packages where they go to more of a base three-linebacker set. Uh, I still think they like having Chauncey Garner-Johnson and Malcolm yeah. Jenkins on the field together, so that's probably what they're going to run most of the time. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them more more inclined to maybe do the three-linebacker set. And look, Anzalone's still an important part of this team, and you know he may make he may make a play, but you know the the Manti Teo comparison is is apt in the sense that yeah it's 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 fair in the sense that you look at a guy who was able to come in and give the Saints some good snaps because he knew what he was doing. Uh, in this case, I just think they're getting a way way better, better player than that, yeah. and you should be excited. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. No, I mean, look, you know me. I, I always get excited when the Saints make a trade, and and uh, we get this, you know. And it's an LSU Tigers. player. Go Tigers! I mean, so so it's a win all around, and you just want the Saints in in my way of thinking 
This is it for Breeze. I want them to do every avenue. I think the I think we're gonna I think we're gonna find when 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 people write the postmortems of the trade deadline. I think you're gonna find that the Saints were sniffing around a bunch of stuff, but the prices were ridiculous. And um, I get that we're all in, but there comes a point where you you know if the Saints wanted you know if 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 Washington's like we're not giving you Kerrigan unless you give us a first you can't give up a first round pick for a rental on a player that's over 30 that's just that's just incredibly you can't there, there's a line it's, on everything it's funny Ralph well it's funny Ralph I'm actually poking around on the discord channel right now as we record this and uh Sam Adam in, in the chat in the discord chat is saying uh we could still claim a player off waivers if another team decides to let a player go. And that's absolutely right. So the trade deadline may have passed and you may be disappointed that they've only picked up Quan Alexander. But remember last year, the saints put in waiver claims for not only Janoris Jenkins and got him, but Terrell Suggs also, Uh, and they weren't able to land Suggs, but the bottom line there is there's other players that are going to become available over the course of the season. And don't be surprised if the saints, try to acquire them and you know especially if they don't have to give up a draft pick to do so yeah all uh, you gotta do is they're make all it... about getting better and, uh, and yeah. this is shrewd business that's the bottom line this is shrewd business because they gave up alonzo and a fifth round pick then yeah. that's that's when you applaud mickey loomis the most because there really is no downside yeah and listen you know they were really close to getting sugs the, the kansas city they admitted they're like we only claimed him because we didn't want Baltimore to have him, like so, you don't a, a good and, and the thing is like when a good when a good player gets released, these bad teams at the bottom of the claim order at the they're not going to claim them because they're not going to know that they're not going to want to go there. So, um, that's a good point that it, it's far from over with the Saints, but they did something. They got they got a linebacker. Uh, we'll get in we'll get into the Tampa game. Uh. The, re- the later in the week um but I, andrew i feel as we as we head into this i still think this roster i don't i think it's it's playing poorly and they have a lot of holes on defense they have a lot of leaks but i still think they have the pieces to be good and i haven't given up on them winning a super bowl like i i I, is it likely? No Maybe way. Not, but I don't think it's out of the question by any means. No way. No, I'm definitely not giving up on that. And I mean, I, I've said this a million times, but I, I stick to it. And that's that you want to have an opportunity to play in these big games. And you know what? Like playing their best football in October and early November, that hasn't really worked out for them in the playoffs <laughs> yeah. the last few years. So if they're going to flip the script and – kind of look miserable on their way to five and two and then play their best in December and January, yeah. then I, I would prefer that. So it would be great if they could flip the script, but the arc of a season, you never know when you're going to catch fire. Some teams do yeah. it early and they peter out. Other teams start fast. I mean, look at, look at the Ravens in the playoffs. I mean, we were all ready to put them yep. in the Super Bowl or at least the AFC championship against the chiefs. And, and they laid an egg. Laid and an look at the, at the Patriots, egg. the vaunted Patriots, who yep. completely imploded as the season wore on. So you don't know the arc of the season. There, there are quarterback injuries that happen. There yep. are the, the, everything that you think you know right now, seven or eight games into the season. We're, we're at the halfway point. So much can change. Various guys can yeah. get COVID. 
There, there could be a, a, a internal issue with a coach and a quarterback. I mean, a million things can happen, and that's why you want to be five and two so that you're set up for success on the other side. And that's why I celebrate the record and I care less about the games because they don't have to play their best football right now. Yeah, I mean, they have to play their best. They all they have to do is play their best football when it's single elimination time. You know, and, 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 but, but first they got to get there. Yeah. And right now they're on a path to get there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard... We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And listen, you know, people that aren't Saints fans may laugh at me, 
But that Minnesota game, if Lutz makes the kick, Breeze doesn't fumble, and the Saints escape that game even though they didn't play well, they could have gone to Green Bay the next week, and it could have been a completely different game where they play their best game of the year, right? And then they're in the NFC Championship. So all that matters this year is get into the playoffs, especially when the NFL is talking about maybe having adding playoff teams in the middle of the year. We may have a 16-team single elimination, no buys, free-for-all come January. And if it's that, just get in. Because then it's chaos, right? So doesn't matter. Yeah. The Saints are 5-2. and two. They're plus 9 in point differential. And it doesn't matter. So anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. You really should sign up for this podcast. We had John, Aaron, uh, Clark. They all signed up this week. And uh, I shipped them out. Packed up the boxes and we got them shipped out. They are patrons now. They got the booze bundle coming. It's going to make the rest of the football season amazing. You should do it too because we're the best Saints podcast on earth. We deliver more content faster than anybody else out there. That's just a fact. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again tomorrow.